Please pronounce your name correctly. Oh, okay. My name is Zbigniew Sedlecki. Hi, and you are from? Uh, I'm from Prague, from Czech Republic. <laughs> but uh, originally I was born in Ostrava. Ostrava, okay. Ostrava is the third biggest town in, in Czech Republic. One thing I'm always interested in is uh, people's upbringing. So their their families, how they sort of came to be an artist and a creative person. So what, what did your parents do? What was your upbringing like? Uh, I don't know if there is connection between like um, my parents' work and my work, but my father was an architect, and uh, so maybe me and my brother we were like drawing from our childhood because our father liked this stuff. So, but he's not really like interested in contemporary art or something like that. So. This was my own way, but my f brother is uh, also architect, like my father, and uh, brother of my father is also architect. So this is a bit like a family. So you're the black sheep by going into the creative <laughs> arts. Yes, yes, yes. It, maybe it's possible, but nobody has problem with that. <laughs> but maybe I had also interest and and then in architecture and and maybe. Uh, in my early paintings after school, I also like work with the space and and architecture and memory and and in 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 public space, you know. So and and cities, uh, I was interested in. So maybe there is a connection between these two like two two areas, uh, painting and visual art, architecture. It's not so so far. No, not at all. And so, and then you went on, and you have uh, gotten an education in the visual arts. Went to uh, school. You mean when, where? Well, just that you, just that actually, you even did because a lot of people in the arts that don't didn't get any sort of formal ah, training. And all okay, that. no, no, no. I, I was in secondary school in in a different city. So, uh, uh, then I was born, so it was in uh, it was secondary school for applied art. So. And then, in then times, I I didn't know that uh, if I wanna do art or if I wanna be somewhere in a, as a graphic designer or or something like that. Yeah. So so just as a translation for like American listeners and things like this, applied arts generally refers to as like what might be said commercial arts kind of. Yes. 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 So yes, graphic design, yes. web design, that kind of I stuff. I think that it's. Uh, on all secondary schools, you are like have possibility to to meet arts and also like design, fashion, and things like that. So um, I was on a studio of painting, but uh, many people who are after the school are are not like uh, freelance artists. More they are going to work to, to as a graphic designers and 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 similar activities. So. So in the time I didn't know how it will be, but after this secondary school, I was I I've decided that uh, I wanna be a painter, and I was applying to art schools. Uh, uh, and at first, I was in art school in Brno for uh, three and a half years, and after that, I was uh, studying an Academy of Fine Arts in Prague for next three and a half years. Okay. For me, it was very good because uh, it was like combination between uh, the cities and, and and different people and different institutions. Because the school in Brno was really new, and and uh, but uh, school here in Prague was much more like with atmosphere and and, and memory and. So it was good to like compare this two to. Uh, to studying possibilities. Oh yeah, well, I mean, in the, when I was in the U.S. and going through my education, they they always encouraged students to don't not do their sort of their master's degree at the same school they did their undergraduate degree, so they should additionally get extra um, 
opportunities and different uh, insights and different perspectives on their work from different teachers and different locations, basically. So like I went to you know one school for my undergrad and they basically said, don't go to the same school for your, your graduate program because you should get that additional input uh, by different teachers yeah, and things yeah. like this. Yes, I think that uh, now... Nowadays, it's it's very casual if a student is in, in one year in one studio and 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 next year he uh, is in next door studio in, at school and you, you can meet uh, more people, more professors, and and it's okay. But uh, for me, it was that I was uh, uh, in one school with one. Like head of the department, and and uh, on the second school it was very different. Uh, both bo were men from um, mostly from 70s, uh, like uh, artists. Uh, but it was great, yeah, because it was really different. Okay, and so then when you graduated, did you you graduated it with art, fine arts, or so a painting yeah, degree? Yeah, yeah. So what happened? Did you did you just immediately go out and some gallery rep picked you up and you were incredibly successful and you're now world famous? Yeah, or uh, no, <laughs> I think that when I graduate uh, it, in Prague there was not so many possibilities for painters like I am, <laughs> you know. So because you have like uh, different attitudes to this area, and I think that we were several people uh, who meet each other and and plan some exhibitions so we had exhibitions we had uh, like connections uh, to one or two curators who were interested in and and that was all but uh, uh, it wasn't about uh, like contract with the gallery or things like that it was more like in some independent spaces yeah when did you graduate When? Uh, 2002. So so when you got out of school, you were just uh, doing like uh, NGO, like non-profit gallery exhibitions, yeah, little group yeah. exhibitions and things like yeah, this. So, yeah, yeah. And, and the gallery scene was maybe what, not, uh, just not interested in what you did or? or... I think that it, it's, it, and maybe you know that in small place like Czech Republic is, it's very like several groups uh, and they are not, too much talk it to each other and, uh, and it's a bit like uh, you know it's like one group don't like the other group <laughs> how, how are these i mean I, this happens everywhere everywhere yeah, i've talked yeah, to I everywhere think so. i think so there are always little cliques of, of of the people who do this people who do that but how are they sort of separated here are they separated by like medium age i uh, mean i think subject matter medium, it was always like conceptual art and non-conceptual art <laughs> and also like painting and 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 traditional painting but i think that more so often it was about uh, in which studio you were on academia it was nonsense because when i after 10 years after my after i finished academy i think that it doesn't matter in which studio i was studying so That, that, I, is, that this, is a very popular thing here to yeah, yeah. to a pre, like basically like uh, collectors and, and and curators of they yeah. really love the the, the mentor apprentice yeah, relationship yeah, yeah. and they they say oh this person studied with so and so so now they're the next generation of that influence and so now we should encourage that person to get more you know well known kind of thing yeah. yeah. Is, is that is that good or bad? I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I don't like that. it so much because, in my case, because I wasn't on one school for seven years or something like that. So I always felt that I, I am not a part of one <laughs> concrete group. You know, so I was trying to like be a, a, a bit like go through this 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 borders because I dislike that and and. But sometimes I, I uh, recognize that somebody meet me and uh, uh, you are you were studying there and there and it was ten years after school and I don't know in uh, why it is so important yeah? because I'm not so 
so similar like my uh, professors, you know, so it was good uh, studying for me, but I think that my way is different because I'm the, the next generation. Right, but the, the, this, this, and, and, uh, this insight not... of you, though, is interesting because now you are also a teacher. Yes, I teach, but I don't teach art exactly because I'm, uh, I, I teach like drawing for for people on Academy of Applied Art here in Prague. So it's not about talking about how, how you how you think about art. It's much more like technical discipline that how to draw a naked model and and, uh, and so on. So Well, everybody needs the foundations, though. But uh, to be back to these groups uh, in, in, in uh, Czech yeah. Republic, I think that um, I, because I had a small like a foreign uh, experience, so that was really really nice that the people who didn't know this this like um, how it works here so uh, they look at you as an artist and that's all <laughs> yeah and it's really as great. it should be yeah 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 so when you say small foreign experience what do you mean by this uh, you went on a residency or you had some exhibitions I was else? on several residencies but uh, each was really different but I was more talking about it. I had uh, I was participated in 2010 on Liverpool Biennial, and after that I had some connection to an uh, Hungarian gallery in Budapest. So it was several years that we are meeting quite often and speak about art, and and it was uh, for me like um, important that they were uh, looking at my work and not uh, at my education and and pop i'm sitting here in prague with people you know wait, so, is, wait is that important should i be I going to a particular cafe maybe a bit <laughs> yes uh, but um, i'm not sure yeah but, but that's true that there what, is a what, group what of, cafe should i go to <laughs> i think that i don't know <laughs> I, but uh, it's a bit different that if you are showing your work to somebody who didn't know this uh, these um, things around so he maybe could be concentrated just to the work and sometimes it's better i think okay so do you are you working with these galleries still like so have, have you created not, nice not, not really because uh, it was for several years and i think that there was there were some like different preferences from from these galleries and now i i think that it's a very good uh, gallery but he's more concentrated to uh, hungarian conceptual art from 70s i think and and it's they a little bit like changed their program but i think that they are still on the, a very high quality and and so i uh, i'm watching uh, then uh, from uh, the distance but we are not in some special connection now okay well maybe you can send me their information i can go do a yeah, podcast okay, with them okay. yeah, yeah, yeah they are very nice people and uh, they know a lot about budapest scene. i was gonna say in budapest yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i love budapest yeah 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 me too so okay so you, well, this is an interesting thing that's come up a number of times is, uh in discussions that Oftentimes artists are sitting in a community and they're making their work, but their market, the place for them to exhibit where their work is appreciated and stuff, oftentimes is not where they live, but it's some other market. So you say like Liverpool and Hungary, but you live in Prague. So is this something that maybe you find that people outside of the, your your local community seem to appreciate your work more than the I people think that uh, it depends if you like... If you have lucky, or if you, I don't know if if there is a system in that because I think that uh, maybe it's uh, very it could be very pleasant to to have like international galleries and they work for you and you can live for example in Prague and and that's all because I think that in Prague uh, there is no market for that so it's uh, quite uh, it's not easy to um, be concentrated just for market here because it's very small but i think that it's also very it's not easy because i think that um, maybe one of the problems that i had at the end with the gallery with in hungary uh, that was problem that i was not hungarian painter uh, because they were like international but also they have many of uh, hungary 
collectors and they wanted more Hungarian painters. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, I've run into that same thing here where a lot of galleries yeah, prefer yeah, I think that it's to show Czech. I mean, because I'm a foreigner here mm-hmm. and they're not as receptive. Now, maybe, I don't know, maybe my work isn't the subject matter or the techniques that they want, but they, they also seem to actually express, yeah, we only work with Czech and Slovak uh, yes, artists. Yes, I think that maybe this is typical here also because uh, the collectors that I know here, are they have most of collection is from Czech art. So, And I think that sometimes for them it's better to... <laughs> not so good Czech art than better foreign art. <laughs> yeah. That's fascinating. I mean, mm. I, you know, I'm also a professor, and and when I teach, I, my general position is always make the best art you can make, regardless of your personal situation. So, it, you, like, you're not making the best Czech figurative paintings. You're making the best paintings you can make. Period. Regardless of the fact that you're a Czech artist. Yeah, yeah. That's, I I think it's important. Uh, the, like uh, something like base for you that uh, you. You was born somewhere. Uh, I'm not against. Uh, I'm not thinking that because I love colors that uh, I can use the same color as people from California. <laughs> right. Yeah. The Bay <laughs> because Area. Because I think that yeah. you know that I was born in Ostrava in some prefab building. You know everything was gray around and yeah, you've I got think a lot it of was important. Tones. Yeah, yeah, and it was important, and I think that it's important that I know that. So. Uh, but uh, that's all, <laughs> you know. So that's all my thinking about uh, that. Uh, this is art for Czech Republic. Uh, it's not uh, like my thinking about uh, this stuff. So, because well, I've had this conversation, I I worked in the United Arab Emirates, and a lot of uh, my students were often saying, like, "Well, but but my work is Muslim because I'm Muslim." Mm-hmm. And, and I'd say, no, your work is your artwork. The fact that you're Muslim is just the way you were born and, and choices that you've made in your life. But that's not relevant to your art or it shouldn't be relevant to your art. Your, your art should simply be the best art you can make. And the fact that you're Muslim ha- just happens to be. So, but maybe it's like, important. Like, that I, well, like, I don't know. Like I'm a, I, I'm a white male American Christian born um but I, no, nothing about my artwork says white, male, Christian, American. Yeah, Though yeah. some people do say I have a distinctly American look to my work, but mm. it's not screaming that. It's not, you know, so it, the, the work should stand on its own as strong work, regardless of where you're from or where it's being exhibited. It should just be strong work. Yeah, that's true. But I think that uh, maybe in in like like process of contemporary art, if you are... Uh, watching some uh, biennials or things like that, so you can see that uh, where are you from? It is important, and and maybe uh, the color of your uh, skin is important, and maybe politics situation around you is important. So I'm not sure if always it's it's like uh, visible in in the stuff, but I think that the people are interested in. But I think that it could be also in a very natural way. You know, you can sit in your studio and paint apple, and uh, it it could be very political because you are Iranian painter, and maybe this is Iranian apple. <laughs> you know. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not sure that if it is always uh, so visible and if it is always uh, so important. Huh? But I think it's a part of work. Okay, so back to uh, another previous thing you just sort of passed on was you did some residencies. Yeah. I'm fascinated with residencies. They they seem to be a, a, a gateway to meeting curators, collectors, gallerists, things like this. Or certain ones do, not all. Mm. Um, so did you? how many did you do? I think that I was on uh, four or no, three or four residencies, but... Each was really different because uh, all Give me some re- the residences not like residences. So <laughs> I was uh, after school. I was one. Uh, it was just for several months. I was on the school in Antwerpen, so it was residency, but connected to uh, college. Yeah? So there was not connection to other residents or things like that. So, but I had a studio in Antwerpen, and I had I, I don't know two months to 
do something and it was great because it was great because now for example i had i feel connection to to artists and painters in 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 uh, belgium and uh, but in that times because it's uh, i don't know 10 years ago so uh, in that time it was much more about to spend two months somewhere and and speak in different language and and care about yourself and that's all. that's all i didn't meet some people who uh, from which connection uh, i i will leave uh, next year so, no. no 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 but uh, it was great and and the second residency was also a strange residency because it was on the czech center in uh, bucharest and i w- it was like residency for the first time there and there also were not other residents <laughs> The, I, I was alone in in the like um, embassy building, and I have a flat. I had a flat there, and I had I don't know, I think two months to to do something there. But it was great because Bucharest uh, was amazing in that time, and I worked on something like diary or uh, small paintings and. And I, I've met some artists there, and it was very, very nice. But it's also it wasn't like a classical residency place, like uh, right with like different mediums yeah, and like yeah. all kinds of you know cross eating dinner together and talking about ideas. Yes, and, yes, yes, yeah, that's true. The most important residency then where I was uh, was uh, in New York. And it was a great institution. There were 40 residents, and uh, it was great. There were people from all the world. Do you feel that you needed to do sort of those two first ones to like learn either what you wanted in a residency, what you didn't want in a residency, and also even to like practice your skills of writing the applications and getting the maybe the, maybe that in was... order to get to that New York one. Yeah, that maybe that was like. I was like uh, a bit better in in writing uh, this applying uh, stuff uh, after several experiences that was true and it also was uh, like my own fight I feel that because the residency in New York uh, was here quite known and the people who won the Chalupetsky Award, they were like sent it there for some month and uh, I was there with a different way because I was applying directly to the institution and what is, what what uh, residency in New York was this uh, the name is ICP yeah uh, wait International Center Photography yeah. no 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 International Curatorial and Studio Curatorial Program okay and uh, they will they have accepted me and um, but i had some time to uh, to collect some small amount of money and they had to collect um, more money for me so, so it, it was, was a little like, matching yeah, kind yeah, of thing yeah, so like yeah, you yeah. you spent you did what travel and they gave you a flat like yeah, how did that something work something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, it was not possible to paid by yourself you had to have have a sponsor for that okay because they they had some stories like that somebody from india or from china i don't know i forgot that that they the family like sold the house and you know and and sent one member of family to 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 make a career to the new york and uh, of course nothing was happened and and family was without without the house so yeah, so, uh, so there was some like um, thinking about it. Uh, it's better if somebody uh, will sponsor you, uh, then you have paid from your family uh, money. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Don't don't mortgage the house for an art opportunity. Yeah. 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 Because it sounds like that uh, everybody who is in New York is really successful artist, but it's nonsense, you know. So. <laughs> Yeah, and and that's a lot of what I keep you know listening to and hearing in these conversations is that 
people perceive like the general people in the world and even young artists and all this they have this these beautiful romanticized dream theories of like what an artist's life is like and all this but it just doesn't happen mm-hmm. i mean it, it, it's these it, they're the only those rare occurrences that are like wow like, like random like some gallery owner happens to just see a piece of art on the street while somebody's moving their art between studios and they're like, this is amazing. Those things don't happen like yeah, at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're made up by movies and TV and books. Yeah, so yeah, they're, yeah. they're not real as a general whole. I mean, okay. Yes. In the history of art, there probably are like maybe a dozen of those over the past thousand years that it yeah, has yeah, happened, yeah. but it's very rare. And it, the, the, the reality of the art industry especially these days is just quality work and hard work and persistence. Yes. 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 That's true. Cause like, I know a lot of people who are extremely talented and stop for making work because other issues come into their lives, families, uh, medical concerns, whatever. Like there are things that sort of get in the way of their ability to, either financially or mentally be able to be in a, a studio to be able to create work or even just buy their art supplies or whatever. So the, I mean, it's tough these days. Yes, that's true. So it's, I don't know if somebody like count, uh, how many people after school is doing that after 10 years. Oh, there are actually statistics. They say that, uh, only oh shoot. What was it? It was like, after five years out of school, like 90% of art majors no longer are making art. Mm-hmm. And then after another 10 years, it's not like another 90%. And and there are statistics that say that only 1% of practicing artists sustain themselves by their art. Mm. And of the 1%, so that 1% that was then extrapolated out to 100% again, of the 1% who sustain themselves... One percent of those will become a household name, you know. Your your Andy Warhols, your, your yeah, whatever, yeah, your yeah. Damien Hirsts, etc. So yeah, I mean, the deck is stat totally stacked against us. There is nothing in any statistical data or any sort of factual basis that should should say art. That's a great industry to get into. <laughs> yeah, but that's true. but yet we choose to do it. You know mm-hmm. what 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 makes you need to continue to make your art mm, i think that i'm not like um thinking about all these problems each day you know because i think that i had uh, some years when i was like satisfied with uh, how how the works are going and i also know some years where i uh was not so <laughs> satisfied so i think that uh, if i'm somewhere in the middle and i i I uh, I'm not like uh, thinking too much about it uh, because I think that of course it's important f- to me to earn some money for my family and things like that but uh, also I want to do something what I really feel that uh, it has a sense and uh, this is like um, adventure you know because uh, this is like a way and if you are opening the doors of some new problems there and you can see what's uh, what's on the next doors and this is i think the sense of of the work so i'm not really thinking about these big questions it's okay so what's your general studio practice do you come into the studio nine to five every day do you have like set times or do you just come in when you're inspired not exactly the same time but i think that uh in combination with my teaching at school i have i don't know three full days uh, per week but um, and maybe several more hours and uh, i i'm spending that in in my studio and i'm working on on like my projects so i have some ideas about um, what to paint and how how to paint it and i'm i'm trying to 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 do that so but uh when I am st- when I started, so often I have to change my <laughs> my imagination about how it will be, and it and it's it's like way you know. So 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not sure how it will be at the finish, but it's oh, it's like, very rare for us to have a vision and it actually works out exactly that yes, way. Yes, but I think that for some people it's it's uh, like normal thinking about uh, their work. But in my case, it's not possible. Uh, sometimes I have some strong idea and and I. Uh, feel that I know how to do that and sometimes uh, I don't know and I have a month and I don't know so I'm trying it again again and and uh, usually after sometimes I, I will like uh, catch uh, the ideas again and you know so I've just tested materials for six yeah, months that, alone yeah, like yeah, just yeah. just to That's... find the most appropriate material that expresses yeah, yeah. the look and the texture and the feel that I desire. I'm a huge advocate of like appropriate material. So it's not expensive materials, quality, even quality materials, but it's the appropriate material that really expresses the idea you're trying to do yes, texturally. Yes, yes, of course. I understand exactly because... Uh, I think that uh, sometimes uh, it could be like uh, two materials together that you don't know and it doesn't work and you have or, to or two materials it, yeah. together that every all of your friends say no that won't work no that won't yeah. work but it, but it, because you have a unique vision it works for you mm-hmm. you know so a lot of times not listening to what everybody else t- says about a, you know mixing of materials and blending of materials ends up being the thing that makes that most amazing thing yes that's true I I like to experiment. Like uh, with the different materials, uh, sometimes I used like papers and and glue it on the canvases and and I don't know whatever we want, but and uh, a lot of uh, that uh, doesn't work. But I think that uh, it's important because uh, it's uh, you can really like invent something new and and uh, it's important part of my work. That's also reason um, uh, why I don't feel that I'm. As we were spoken about residencies, uh, I think that I'm not so uh, good artist for residency, you know, because I'm much more like studio artist that uh, that I have to try it again, 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 and uh, so I need a studio. Uh, I'm not able to 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 be somewhere with a, a computer and uh, somewhere in. Uh, in a foreign country for one month and 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 uh, do some uh, like uh, work with sense uh, the idea of a residency is amazing but i'm very particular about my materials i've tested materials i figured out materials and so the idea of going to a completely new place with different stores that then have might have different materials that i then have to take the time to test and practice and try and figure out how they work that doesn't in some ways, that, that doesn't sound enticing. It could be good that you have to try something new, so uh, maybe it could be beneficial for you. But um, sometimes uh, it hurts. You know, so. When you come into the studio to make a new set of work, are, do you already have a exhibition lined up for a work, or do you make work and then find exhibitions for works you have previously produced? It depends, but I think that uh, mostly I have somewhere in future something concrete like uh, that I know uh, that I will have exhibition next year in some in the space. So I am thinking about how to do that there. But um, there are also some periods that I had no uh, concrete plan. So I was just doing doing stuff and it was all. Mostly, I have more more exhibition in the future, so I'm thinking uh, about several spaces. <laughs> so sometimes I'm doing somewhere, uh, sometimes I'm doing something, and and I think that uh, it could be uh, good together with the other thing. Uh, but maybe the third stuff I will put on the different exhibition. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I'm a bit uh, like thinking about it here in studio and I think that um, how to mix uh, the paintings uh, and uh, what uh, will be good next to the other it's like a very important part of my work because uh, I'm quite often thinking about architecture of uh, installation and um, it's for me important how it will be as uh, on an exhibition i'm not thinking just about one paintings 
so much I'm more thinking about like a story which is like uh, created between the and connections between uh, different paintings if I have group shows usually I uh, I don't think uh, so much about the space because uh, usually there is a curator and uh, I'm just borrowing uh, they just come into the studio and say I like that one that one that one yes yes that's true so um if i am thinking about space and about uh, architecture and installation and things like that this is always uh, like a solo show so right so you're having some upcoming solo shows then yeah and are you represented by these galleries how is how does this this sort of no. representation limited representation or just exhibiting and no, not no, representing no. I, I, like... no, no i'm not represented by uh, gallery uh, nothing like exclusivity contract uh, I don't have now but I had some connections with galleries uh, in a disclosure way but uh, I think that these connections must be always beneficial for both sides so and it was not so now I'm um, like uh, but not beneficial for you or not beneficial for them I think that uh, as we were speaking about the gallery in, in uh, Hungary uh, because it was not beneficial for me, so I asked them for my paintings that I had in their storage and uh, uh, returned the stuff and that was all. And uh, it's individual. I, I had uh, different experiences with uh, other galleries and if it doesn't work well for both sides, it's not uh, necessary to be in this, like, closer connection so now i have connections with galleries uh, when we are doing some project together and uh, we are talking about the concrete projects and that's all so if i have some collection of my paintings uh, that i prepare for for uh, exhibition i think that they have to keep it for half of a year or something like that, and that's all. Now, I've spoken to a lot of galleries, so I'm interested to hear from an artist side. What's the split of the sale prices? 50-50, 60-40, 70-30? It depends. Uh, I think that it depends, and uh, I have connections where that was 50-50, and, uh, and I also have connections with the galleries where there is, I think, 60-40, but... To tell you the truth, I don't know it exactly because uh, I think that's not so important. I think that the the like uh, you know the result price is the same, mm. and uh, for me, after that is important if they are able to sell it, you know. And uh, this percentage is not so important. I think. So do you- do you, so do you give a, a gallery a piece and you say this the retail price of this is this much with the expectation that it's 50-50 or do you give it to a gallery and say the amount of money I want to take home is this much? No, I think that we are speaking about that the final price of uh, that size it's uh, between that and that and that's all. Okay, so you give this sort of a range that you're, you, you would like this much but you're willing to go as low as this kind of thing. I think that uh, my prices are... are I don't know how to say it. It's nothing crazy. Yeah. You know? Re- so reasonable. Reasonable. Okay. So uh, I think that's not problem for um, for, for galleries. And, and we can talk about that. And also it, sometimes there is possible to make some sales or things like that. So it's very individual, I think. And, mm. But for me, it's important that the final price must be the same if somebody is in my studio and if somebody is one gallery or second gallery, it must be the same. Yeah, that, that, that's a big issue is like consistency of pricing. A lot of people will be more expensive one place, less expensive in another. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's bad because I think that uh, everybody knows that, uh, especially after school, if you are for the first time pricing your work. But uh, I think it's uh, dangerous because, uh, you know, on the internet you can find uh, everything and uh, it's not good. Yeah, these and days on the it's other hand, different. you also, you don't know uh, what uh, will happen to, um, with your paintings after the first buyer uh, will decide it to sell it and, you know... Yeah, the secondary market, yeah, the yeah. auction so, market is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, 
it's bad because I, I sometimes I, I I I I'm able to find my work uh, from school at some uh, auctions uh, on very low price, and uh, uh, it's not good for me. But uh, you know, I don't know where uh, somebody founds that. And the the idea of a auction market for sort of uh, contemporary work and all this this is sort of foreign to me in america that's not very common usually mm, i think it's 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 speciality here i yeah. think and it's not so good because um if you are cooperating with some gallery and in good gallery and i think that if they have some collectors there is some connections and they are able to speak about uh, like uh, if there is uh, valuable and if what is the way uh, of the artist and 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 all the things around but if you are on the auctions you have to one piece in a book and and that's all you know nothing and uh, i think it's very easy for people who are organized that mm. and but i think that it's not good for artists and and uh, not good for buyers yes indeed you mentioned that you have a family and do, children Yes, I have two children. Two children. Mm. One question that I, you know, keeps coming up and again and again is sort of balancing that work-life uh, relationship, like how to how to give enough time and enough effort and money to your family and your house and your uh, household, um, while still having the freedom and the time to have you know put the effort into your art. Like, how do you find that balance? Has it been? E- was it easy? Like so got married your wife is super supportive your kids came my wife is supported i have to say it uh, but uh, she's from like a um, similar area because she uh, is restoring old paintings so she knows this space and she know uh, how it works in this area so so i think that uh, like we can handle it but that's true that i have a bit more time for work uh, before I had the children but uh, now it's a bit different situation and I don't know how it will be in future because now it's not bad because I'm like um, to try to connect um, my teaching and and also uh, my time in the studio and also time with my family and uh, now it works how it will be uh, the children will grow and uh, maybe uh, I don't know how long I will be at school so usually like uh, working with the current situation but is it something you worry about or something you think about or is it you just you and your wife just sort of work it out and you make it happen and and I mean do you all fight about it or is it is it, is it uh, reasonably easy well, it's not every day it's easy but I think that uh, we are doing what what we can, <laughs> you know. Well, my wife and I sometimes used to have it. We at some point we had fights about how much time I spent in the studio versus the household. Yeah, like that's, this. that's that's true. But I think that because well, it's hard because. Like you're teaching, so you go to your job teaching, and it's sort of a one for one. You put in a couple hours, they pay you for those hours. It's it's direct sort of uh, time for money. Whereas when you come into a studio, you could put in months worth of work and see no return financially, and you can dump a bunch of money on buying art resources and materials and paying rent on the studio and not have any return for months, if not years. And that can, that puts a strain sometimes. So like, how that's do you true, that's find true. that balance? That's true. If I'm, <laughs> that's true. I think that uh, that knows everybody who is uh, working in studio. That uh, if I am at home, saying that I have to go to school because uh, people are waiting at me, so uh, it's not problem to go. And if I have to say that I have work in my studio, sometimes I have some other tasks from my wife but i think uh, that i it, understand i think that it's not so bad and i think that we can speak about that and because she her her job is a bit different but she has also studio work and she also sometimes must like wait for uh, for money for her job so we are like um, i think that a whole family of freelancers 
but sometimes uh, you know when i uh, don't have uh, for example when i have a holidays in, at school i can help her with some work and so for her it could be also beneficial because uh, she doesn't pay me <laughs> you know so yeah. but i feel that i i i did something good for family and uh, for her so sometimes it it works looking forward to the future of like your art and your art practice in the contemporary market what do you feel like are your challenges going forward so you know everybody has like a definition of some sort of success or some sort of progress they want to make in their career so when when you're sitting back what are your aspirations to tell you the truth i don't know because i think that when i was a bit younger i had some plans in that area but there were some periods where i feel that i'm on the right way you know and but uh, there was also periods that uh, nobody was interested what i'm doing so i think that now i'm somewhere in the middle and i i don't have uh, exact plans for future i think that uh, i'm happy about each uh, possibilities uh, if uh, comes to me and and uh, I really like to to be in connection with uh, foreign countries and and uh, the people who are interested in my work from foreign galleries and th- things like that but I don't have something really concrete now that I know what it will be how it will be in in next 10 years I, I'm not sure but if you mean that uh, what I think the success in this area is I think that it's good to be in connection with wood gallery uh, to be presented uh, in some possibilities maybe art fairs or good museum exhibitions and also to have some money to 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 be able to continue in work and also to live uh, the family life on some casual level <laughs> How much time and effort do you put into what I would call like public relations and publicity? So writing of grants, writing of residency applications, uh, social media, and all the other things that are sort of the the public face of your artwork versus the amount of time and effort you put in the studio itself. I think that it depends, uh, but um, in this time I'm I'm not uh, like applying for some residences and things like that because family it's not possible for me to go somewhere now, and uh, grants I don't I don't know about some grants uh, what, what will be like possible for me nowadays. So, but I'm trying to present it myself on Instagram some times or I was working on some book and I'm also in some conversation uh, through emails with the galleries and things like that so it takes some time but I think that uh, most of the time I'm I'm spending in my studio and 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 playing the game with the, the paints it's not so time to to that I spend with uh, thinking uh, how to represent myself. Have you found that social media has been beneficial for you? This is a question I ask to everybody. I'm not sure because I think that it's it's uh, it's pretty new for me because I'm on Instagram two months, I think. And, oh, yeah, and that's very new. It's possible to to spread your stories to to more 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 audiences. Uh, so it, it's for me it was very interesting that um, Yeah, that I can show my uh, my work to other people, and I am able also um, uh, sort of similarities in 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 a art world uh, somewhere in a really different space that are people who are thinking a bit um, like uh, similar like me. So so this is uh, what I feel like benefits from social uh, social medias. Uh, I don't have some like uh, result like that I have new connection to some gallery or 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 collectors or things like that. Something a lot of artists often struggle with is how they get how to even get connected with art or uh, with galleries and curators. So like what has been your experiences with how have you 
been able to approach a gallery or a curator or has it been something that you have actively proactively sort of gone out and sought or was it just you happen to meet somebody or they happen to see your work in an exhibition mm. like what how did those relationships begin i think it's hard because i think that the gallerists usually don't like if artists is talking to them that i'm here and i'm great and to look yeah, at here's my, my work. portfolio yeah yeah but i was trying that's Sometimes I think, uh, but I was not very successful. But all my connections, even with uh, good galleries, were several things together. I was somewhere, and uh, my paintings were somewhere, and somebody was interested and asked somebody uh, who was who is the author, and uh, somebody connect us, and you know, so right. So the idea there would be that basically participate in when you're younger and newer and sort of just getting into the arts like participate in these group exhibitions when they come available because oftentimes these other people these curators these gallery owners stuff uh, somehow it, the the work if the work is good it'll get to them mm. people will say oh did you see this piece in this yeah, group yeah, show yeah, yeah. And and so like those kinds of group shows are very still beneficial. Yeah, but it, it depends uh, where the group show is and how uh, on on uh, on how level it is, and uh, so you are not uh, able to expect that the people from Germany uh, will uh, sh sh look at your work if you have uh, it on group exhibition in some non-profit space in Prague. So. It's a bit like a different, uh, different world, and uh, maybe for that uh, could be like uh, the social media could be a, a, a new sort of way. Hmm. But I think that's dangerous that, that to to you know to put a like somebody it doesn't cost something. So right, the investment, it, yeah. the reputation that's put onto it, kind of thing. Yes, but uh, I think that it's so easy to like somebody. So. If you have some snapshots of your painting and it could be full of likes from whole world, but it it doesn't mean nothing, you know, because uh, uh, nobody was uh, uh, like investing something more than uh, one second uh, to this uh, support for you, you know? right? So, so back to the group exhibitions. So the then so what you're sort of saying with that would be. If you want to be in a particular market or a scene, like so, let's say you want to be in Berlin, the best way to, to or not best way, but a way to approach getting into that scene would be to start by doing some group exhibitions at some reputable places in order for people in that scene or that market, so collectors or gallerists or curators, to start to see your work. But you can't just sit in Prague, in this case in Prague, and just wait for the collectors and the curators to come to you. Yeah, that's so true. So something like a, a group show might be a good starting point to get into that market? Of course, you're right, but, uh, you know, I want to be uh, seen in Berlin, and I'm not, so <laughs> if I have some, uh, you know... Well, what have you done? To, I mean, because I'm interested in this, uh, this, both people's successes and people's failures, so, like, have you tried anything to get to Berlin? No, not in Berlin, but... Uh... Or Munich, or Vienna, or any any place around here. Um, not really. I, I had this connection in, in 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 Hungary, and I also had some gallerist. Uh, she's French, and she has a gallery on Slovakia. But uh, also, she's a part of, uh, of international like market. So, but I don't have some special impact to city like Berlin uh, because I didn't know how maybe. Well, and that's the struggle because when we all go to art school, we're all, or, or even if we got an education, if we go to school, we're taught how the techniques of making a piece of art, we're taught the, the materials and all this, but they don't really offer courses in how to publicize and market and write contracts and write artist statements though they do artist statements a little bit, but, but I think that it's also because, uh, you know, my professor, uh, where 60 when i was at when i was at school and they um having this experience also so they are not they were not able to teach it you know? right and i think this is a problem with with a lot of art schools i think that uh, the next generation is very clever how to do that and and uh, i think that uh, 
maybe the borders uh, won't be so important in in the future so uh, but my generation i think that all people has a bit problems with that because uh, we are not so like uh, fluently running between uh, you know the scene in prague and berlin and and somewhere it's tough yeah i understand one little question that i have you work uh, at this moment you work figuratively uh, have you found that working f- with figurative work is a advantage in certain ways or a disadvantage? Like the, the collectors. I think it's, 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 a, it's a question of view because I think that uh, it's really important, uh, the point of view. Uh, I think that for many people, especially from this Czech like conceptual scene, they have problems with uh, figurative uh, painting. If they take paintings as a serious medium, I think that you must be somewhere different, that I'm like too classic for them. But I think that there is a many uh, position similar like me in the world and uh, and maybe some collectors are uh, really specialists in that area and, and uh, I think that there are people who really like figurative uh, works. So it's uh, it depends of people. Yeah. Okay, I'm just wondering whether it's a hindrance and or an I, assistance. I think that it's also in in this area of uh, figurative paintings. There are people who are doing really different stuff than me. So I think that there are also, for example, collectors who like just one part of of that area and. For some people, I'm not so serious. For some people, I'm too serious. You know, so it's sure. that for some people, I'm not so traditional painter because I use acrylic and newspapers and I don't know what. And for some people, I'm too uh, traditional because I'm not uh, uh, working in a different way. So I think it's uh, questionable. Um, so generally, when I come to the end of this, the whole uh, podcast, I have these two questions that I ask everybody. So the first question that I generally ask is, if you had any sort of recommendations about the to to other people in the world, you know, through this podcast of something that they may not know about the arts, the practice of being an artist. Is there any sort of advice or help or some sort of thing that you guidance that you could give to you know, profound words of wisdom? I'm not sure if I'm positioned to. Well, to, uh, well specifically, actually, I'm thinking more towards. So it's not about the practice of making art, but it's about the business, like how to do, how to make a living at it, how to sustain yourself, how to whatever. I think, especially in in areas like uh, Central Europe, is is is. Most of the people that I know and most of the people that I know in quality that I like, I think that uh, they must uh, like combine several incomes to 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 that it's possibility to teach or, or do something more. Sometimes it's um, it's hard because if you are uh, five days per week in a work, it uh, doesn't work in in studio. So it it. To find this balance, it's not easy, but uh, I think that uh, if you are able to combine this uh, more situation together, it's you could be able to survive, <laughs> that's all. And uh, this is my way because I, I think that, uh, because I, I, I had some periods that I was able to to leave just f- uh, from my paintings and I also know periods that it was hard and I think that uh, m- the most important is like to to continue huh? you know because I, I I know that it's possible to have some break but if the break is is big uh, it could be problem for for work huh? Yeah, consistency. Just yeah, continue. Yeah. Just for me, it is important. Maybe for somebody else, it's not important, but for me, it is important. Yeah. Just be. I mean, there's the old saying about the artists in their studios: is the the first thing you have to do is be in the studio. Yes, that's true. And and my professor in Brno told that that it was funny because he said that it's important to be in a studio just if you are just uh, washing, if you are I don't know cleaning the studio, eh? mm-hmm. but it's important to be here. So. I think that for me it's similar. Sometimes I'm here and I'm trying to think about something and 
after a whole day, I'm not <laughs> a bit uh, more prepared for next painting, but I think that it was important to be here and think so. My final question that I ask everybody is, is uh, I'm asking everybody, so I've put a quantifiable result on the idea of this podcast. I want to try to understand the industry of the art world enough that I could get a piece of my artwork exhibited in the Museum of Modern Art in New York. Not a whole solo exhibition, but just just one piece. If that's my goal, what it, what sort of stepping stone? What 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 do you believe would be a good part of that process to push me in that direction? And you mean uh, what's my ideas about how to do that? Okay, correct. I think that uh, it's important started very young, <laughs> and maybe to be in uh, to be participating on some uh, like students shows and and things like. Oh that. no no! I'm saying me yeah, literally. You. I am okay. now 45 years old. I am here mm. in Prague. How can I so get a piece of know. my work <laughs> into the Museum of Modern Art? So now? I don't know. I don't know. I think that maybe I don't know. I'm uh, 42, so I, I don't know. It's fair not to know. I mean, yeah, if I knew yeah, the answer, then I think I that would uh, of course it. that if you are, if you have an exhibition in one institution, it's uh, like easier to have it in a second institution, and maybe the final institution will be your mom or so sure yeah okay. so, so uh it's always uh it's it's the way but uh, i don't know how to do that exactly now <laughs> well if you knew how to do it i'm sure you would have a piece in moma as well so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah thank you okay well lovely thank you for your time okay thank you for your time